Hello, funky listeners. How are you today? Yay! It's Funk Radio again. Yay! <laughs> we hope you pressed play intentionally. If not, then welcome anyway. Welcome to hell. Um, this is Peter. And this is Kyle. I think we need to have a sweep at the beginning of our show with just uh, a soundbite of just children cheering and screaming. We'll throw it in. There you go. So, let's get some of the small things out of the way first. How are you doing today, okay. Kyle? I'm pretty good. I'm kind of tired. Uh, I got back from Long Beach Comic Con yesterday. Me and the significant other went up there to be nerds. Um, we didn't cosplay because this is the first time we went and we kind of wanted to get a feel for it, but I'm surprised to say, because I've been to San Diego Comic-Con before, that although obviously Long Beach Comic-Con is smaller, uh, the ratio of like cosplayers to non-cosplayers was actually like uh, way higher. Smaller. Higher. I don't know math. Um, you mean there's more, there's pro- cosplayers. There's more cosplayers? Yeah, okay. Um, it was probably, I would say, almost half and half, which is impressive. Hmm. Whereas San Diego, there's probably, like, by the numbers, way more, but the ratio of them is smaller. Because hmm. um, San Diego Comic-Con draws a lot of, like, non-super nerds, I guess, because, you know, whatever. Uh, it's just an event to be at, but Long Beach is more, like, dedicated dorks. Hmm. I like that, dedicated dorks. Um but no, it was it was really fun. We kind of just wandered around the floor area. There's lots of uh, there's lots of boosts. Basically, you don't walk out of that thing without spending like a hundred dollars because there's just so much crap to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you did you uh, did you run a funk radio booth at the Comic Con? Sadly, no. See if we can tie funk radio. If we can write a funk comic, oh my god, <laughs> I just had the greatest idea. Oh god, funk superhero. I think it should just be us and our journey of podcasting. (laughs) Every every panel is just us sitting at the computer being sad. (laughs) Um, but no, there was there was lots of comic artists, comic writers, just artists in general. uh, Booths to buy comics and shit. Booths to buy those little pop vinyls that I collect. So yeah, it was fun. I'm glad you had a good time, Kyle. Yeah. What are we actually supposed to be talking about today, Peter? <laughs> yeah. So I've been uh, listening to some older stuff that I I think you listened to a little bit more like a few years ago. One of them being that double album by Pretty Lights. Um, what was it called? Filling Up the City Skies? Yes, that was it. I've had that one occasionally in the cycle again lately. And... Um, I forgot that one of the songs on that is a remix of a song he did called Finally Moving, which heavily samples the song Something's Gotta Hold On Me by Etta James. Something I was thinking about lately, uh, again, is that another song that's... So for those of you who don't know, Pretty Lights is a, an electronic artist. Um, DJ guy? DJ guy. He's been doing stuff for probably the last 10 years, or if not, slightly more. But... There was also that really popular Flo Rida song uh, about five years ago uh, called Good Feeling that also samples that Etta James song. 
And so I got to thinking like the, the, the original Pretty Light song that samples this was in 06. And as far as I know, didn't really get a whole lot of, um, I guess, popular acclaim. Um, whereas the Florida song was like a top 10 hit in like 16 countries. It was number three in the US. It was a really popular song. And I think, I mean, you remember yeah. when that came out. Um, yeah. And, and for reference listeners, this was 2011 when that came out. And uh, I got to thinking like both of these songs, samp- I have like a prominent sample of that exact same part of that exact same song. One happened first, wasn't that popular. Another one used the exact same thing and became very popular. So my, I, I, I get this is going to be mostly speculation because there's no like official things around this, but did Florida steal that idea from Pretty Lights and then ended up making a much more popular song out of it? And yeah. there there are some other like implications beyond that. Like, can you actually steal a sample in that sense and stuff like that? I figure that's kind of what's going to end we end up talking about in this. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Um, that's kind of a good question. I mean, it, it, it implies that although an artist is sampling someone, if another artist samples that same segment of the song, does that constitute kind of a ripoff of the original sampler or is, or is it kind of mute because they're sampling someone else anyway? So like, what does it matter? Um, yeah. I don't know if he specifically ripped off like pretty lights were like, he heard that song and was like, Oh shit, that's great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that. But I wouldn't be, I mean, you got to think with, with someone as popular as Flo Rida and he's not doing everything himself. He's not sitting at the switchboards and saying, okay, I want to add this to my song. Right. It's very heavily produced. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if, a producer or music producer or someone in the studio with him was aware of that song or of that sample and was like, hey, that sounds great. Let's try it in our song. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't exactly credit Flo Rida himself with that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's the, the production standpoint of it is a, a good thing to think about. Because I know in Pretty Light's uh, case, I think he like pretty much does a lot of his own DJing and stuff like he doesn't it's it's not like he's got a team behind him working I mean yeah, he's, he's pretty much working solo exactly um, he's, he's mixing his own stuff he's mastering it himself yeah as no. opposed to someone like Flo Rida who basically goes in the booth does his rap or does his song and then poof he's gone right yeah that's a good point as well uh, before we go any further actually uh, I just want to stop really quick and play uh, short clips of both of these songs okay because uh, I think that'll give the listeners a little bit of context as to what we're talking about. Okay. Um, so first we'll play the uh, the Pretty Light song, Finally Moving, from 2006, followed by the Florida song, Good Feeling, from 2011. Uh, 
so how about like the the feeling of like ownership of, of a sample? Do you think that can even be considered a thing at all? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I the only reason I would argue no is because whether or not you get, you got authorization for the sample from the original artist that this that the song is from or the sample is from the idea of using their music voice whatever in your song constitutes that you're not changing it yourself in any meaningful way to 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 make it your own yeah short of just adding it into the song because oh hey this bit sounds good um so in that fashion i don't think that it's i don't think that you can say oh if someone else used the sample that i used then they're stealing from me a uh, good example uh we talked about the um the little guitar riff from like uh sly not sly stone but sly oh um you know what i'm talking about yeah the the Syl Johnson song. Uh, what is Thank it? you, Syl Johnson. Um, that I don't, riff, I'll, I'll look up that song. Yeah, that riff is used in dozens and dozens, if not maybe hundreds, of songs throughout the decades. So does it, does everybody who used that song after the first guy, did they all steal his sample? You know? Right, yeah. Well, I know he in his case, he like pretty much went out and sued like every single person. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Maybe that's a bad example. Because um, <laughs> yeah, Sile Johnson was like, "What the fuck?" And you know, went and yeah, it, uh, different strokes was the song. Thank you. That a bunch of people have used. Uh, yeah, I know. I always got that confused because uh, Sly Stone has this all, the song "Different Strokes" as well. <laughs> Confusing. Oh yeah. Huh. Anyways, um, but yeah, to to that point, you know, if you look at samples that are more heavily used than say. Uh, this at a James sample, like, is it just, you know, the the passing of hands of like, hey, this bit sounds good, and you know, and and it, it kind of moves down the line where one guy heard it in the song, and he's like, I want to use that in mine, and it goes down the line. Yeah. And by that by that manufacture, it's just people kind of sharing and appreciating music, or is it like, okay, you know, I. I think it sounds good in his. I want to use it in mine because it's going to make mine popular because his was popular. It kind of depends yeah. on the methodology with which you approach it. Well, another another thing to kind of throw into the mix here is that um, I was looking at whosampled.com uh, and I mean, there's uh, apparently 21 different songs that sample to some extent this Etta James song. Now I listened to a couple of like the more recent ones or at least like the more popular ones um mm-hmm. and these two songs we've been discussing are like at pretty much at the top of the list in terms of like popularity although levels by avici i don't know if you are familiar with that song i um, know who avici is yeah um i listened to that that it samples that same part of the song but it's only used like once like maybe two-thirds into the song um mm-hmm. whereas the ones we're discussing i think are a bit more prominent i guess that's kind of where like the question comes in like it not not that you know not more than one song can use a sample but like how they're using it kind of like as you were explaining but with you know with all with over 20 songs that are sampling this i think that kind of adds more dimension into like no one really does own this sample 
Yeah, and and on that same point, did Florida or his team take it from the Pretty Light song or from one of twenty other songs that use this? Yeah, that's 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 kind of the the point I was making too with the Style Johnson song is because so many people sample uh, similar songs or similar parts of songs. Yeah, it's hard to determine where their original inspiration even came from. Now it does seem odd. It almost seems like a what you can call a musical meme. Yeah. When someone, when many artists are sampling the same part of a song. Yeah. Uh, there's obviously some sort of sub, uh, sub, maybe not subliminal, but like subversive connection there, where someone heard it and was like, "Hey, that's cool." Went into the back of their mind and then somehow came back out when they were creating their own music and was like, "Hey, I remember yeah. that. That sounds cool. I want to use that." It's almost like, you know, plugging in musical puzzle pieces. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, in that fashion, I don't know if I could argue that Flo Rida stole it from Pretty Lights just because these two samples happen to be the two most popular. Well, and they're, and they're fairly similar as well. I mean, because, like, listening to some of the other ones in the list, they were either more subtle or they weren't like at the very beginning of the song or you know the, they were or different parts of the song like it was there there was more variation as you looked into the entire list it's not like every one of these 21 songs is doing the exact same thing with it um so there is some similarity between those two but as as you're getting to it's like you know can you really argue that one really copied the other i i, I would probably say no although i guess it's kind of an interesting mind not mind puzzle, but just like a thought thing. A thing to think about. A thing to think. I mean, to that to that extent, I'm 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 blanking on any specifics right now, but I um I'm I, I can recall in past years when there's been uh pop songs or popular songs uh that gained inspiration from either ED, uh EDM music, sometimes I would hear same, same or similar samples within two songs that came out like in the same year or in the mm-hmm. same season because one, you know, an EDM song became s- somewhat popular and then a pop song, you know, sampled that from that EDM because it seems more and more too that pop music is kind of blending with EDM. Right. Which is well, it certainly has for, in the last for another day, five years or so ish maybe 10 um yeah i mean you i i think we we've kind of you know closed out the subject that that no one really owns i mean like the 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 very nature of a sample is that like at the end of the day no one really owns anything even if they created it in the like originally you know Mm -hmm. every piece of something can be used for something else um now the one I guess to play devil's advocate with myself here, the yeah. one thing I could argue in favor of maybe one took it from the other isn't the sample uh, that they used, but how they used it in their song. And they both did use it at the beginning of their song as like sort of their intro. Yeah. You know, well, that, that's, that's just, that's how I was meant. That's what I was mentioning a minute ago about all these different songs. They're not all using it in that same way, yeah, but these two I mean, do and they're both pretty popular. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, are they are they doing that just because you know it's 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 the intro of the original song, so they're using it as the intro to theirs? You know what I'm saying, right? Or is it just exactly like 
one guy heard it as an intro, another guy's like, hey, that sounds good. I want to try that in my intro. Well, but sorry, continue. I was just going to interrupt and say, finally moving the Pretty Light song uses it, uses that Multiple same times. sample like the entire time. Good mm-hmm. feeling. I don't think it does, if I remember correctly. Um, I know it's definitely at the beginning. I don't remember how many times it. I think it is. It does appear throughout, but yeah, I, I, I guess I have personal feelings about sampling. Not that it's wrong or anything. I think it can sound fantastic, but when multiple artists sample, not even like the exact same song, but like the same part of the same song, it sound mm-hmm. it, it gets to the point where like, okay, you're not really being original with your ideas in terms of what you're sampling. You're just hearing it somewhere else and being like, oh yeah, I want to do that too. True. And and so I I have a lot of appreciation for musical artists that sample stuff that is like, oh, I never thought of this being sampled in this type of song or just something yeah. I've never heard of before. You know, it's it's the more yeah. creativity, more thought put into it. I was going to say now to Pretty Light's credit because I've I've watched a couple of like little YouTube bits on him oh, yeah. he he straight up goes to like record shops he mm. he dives into bins full of like obscure 45s just buys tons and tons of records he has you know a house full of uh you know records and 45s and shit yeah that he samples stuff from i think from a creative standpoint he does more of the grunt work of finding these samples and finding shit that sounds good yeah so in that respect He's more of a, a a generator of these sort of uh, sampling memes because he does the legwork of finding them in the first place. Whereas other people, right. say Flowrider, don't you know? Don't have oh, I have the forty five with this. This sounds good. Let's use this. They heard it in another song that sampled it. Whereas yeah. someone like Pretty Lights heard the original song and found it and was like, hey, this shit sounds good. I'm gonna put this in my song. So from from that respect, does that does that give Pretty Lights more ownership of the sample because he not because necessarily he sampled it first but because he did the creative legwork of finding it you know possibly um it's i I think in that in this particular like i think that's a really good argument to make and i forgot that he does do that and the member used did send me a video on that a while back um Mm -hmm. i don't know if this particular case is a good example of that just because so many other songs have already sampled this prior to even him and that this Etta James song isn't like the most obscure thing in the world to begin with. Yeah, it's it's fairly popular. So, um, but you do have a good point, and just I, I mean we're, we're probably not being completely objective here, but um, in terms of how the songs are produced, yeah, I would I would probably give more original creative credit to Pretty Lights versus Florida in that sense. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it seems like from a pop music slash rap standpoint that even though yeah that song that good feeling song is popular that's kind of become partially the archetype of a lot of rap songs is you you have your rap verses but then for a chorus rather than having the rapper do anything they Mm. just find a sample you know of something that fits in there splices that in with his you know rapping verses and poof you have a pop song you know what I'm saying yeah yeah I mean, it's to the to the effect that even they titled the song "Good Feeling," which is a line from the yeah. from the sample. Right. It's not the it's not the name of the original song, but hmm. um, it seems like that's kind of uh, a quick plug and play kind of way to create pop music because yeah. 
it seems like a lot of rappers nowadays don't their their songs don't they have verse they it's, have it's choruses formulaic. in their songs but it, yeah exactly gone are the days of like you know the 90s and rap when the, the rappers actually had a chorus that they themselves actually either sang or rapped or said or whatever mm. now it's just oh your rap verse is done splice in a pop star singing or you know a sample yeah that's a good point and good feeling i think does i guess we were we're discussing like where does the sample actually occur i think it is if i remember correctly it is the the chorus mm-hmm. of that song so yeah it does fit that uh that formula so since this is all speculation i mean there's i don't know how much more there is to say about this but i just wanted to kind of get into mm-hmm. the florida is going to come to our, come to your house and beat your ass or he'll send his production team to do it <laughs> yeah exactly um but don't go me i mean i don't want to lessen florida's good feeling I, I it's not a bad song i like it it's just it's it's very much a formulaic pop song. It's not that yeah. it's not catchy. It's just you know, I I I highly speculate that it's it was very heavily produced by a team, mm-hmm. not just Flo Rida, You know, in his basement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just some food for thought, I guess, listeners. Um, I, I don't know if we were really looking for concrete answers. For any of the questions that we ask, but it's it's interesting to think about this kind of thing. Yeah, we we just ask the questions. We let we let you come up with the answers. Exactly. We're not we're not here for giving you facts. I'm just kidding. The, the answer is aliens. Uh so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Listeners, let us know if you think one stole from the other. If if you can think of any other artists that have done something similar or that had samples that were you were like, hey, I remember the sample from this other song. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know. <laughs> and we will use them for future episodes, maybe. Yeah, um, I were, listeners, we're thinking of doing like a little mini-series of these, kind of talking about, you know, did one song steal from another, and if so, to what extent? So keep your ears open for more of these coming soon. Yeah. And Oh, yeah, if you, you want, sorry, if you want to tell us stuff, like what Kyle said, tell us on Facebook at facebook.com slash getyourfunk. Or if you're listening to this... SoundCloud? Yes, soundcloud.com slash getyourfunk. If you're listening there, you can comment on the track there. You can also listen on mixcloud.com slash getyourfunk. I don't remember whether you can leave comments. I think you can. No, I think you can. I think it's just a little bit less social than SoundCloud. Yeah. But you, you can comment on tracks. Possibly. So, yay. So, well, com- so yeah, comment on uh, our track if you're able to. <laughs> tell us if you can Uh, so yeah we'll be back for more adventures of stuff later yay this has been your host Kyle and this has been your host Peter and you have been the listeners children cheering okay bye